All right. Oof, I shared it. Yep. We're ready to go. Are you? you look sharp, buddy. Look at that tie and that vest. Yeah. And all that hair. Let's yeah, just get my... it out of the way. We got to get it out of the way. All that hair. Like yeah, all, all this you... uh, fluffy Jesus hair. There you go. The, there you you know, those, are, those of you that don't know that he's he is uh, on my team. I'm his coach mm -hmm. on the next mm -hmm. impactor. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to uh, be jealous of his hair. And for me to be jealous of him making me look like an anorexic twig. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, honestly, here's the thing. You can always work out and do push-ups and get bigger muscles. I yeah. can never grow hair again. Like, I'm legit bald. God, well, God only... Get, well, unless you get a wig or like a hair transplant, but... Who wants to do that? Like, you know, I, I think that if they ever do cure baldness... You know, just one time, what I want to do is I want to go do whatever treatment they have where it cures baldness, right? Mm. I want to grow my hair mm. out to look like Elvis, right? And <laughs> and then I want to do a, a, a night of Elvis impress, uh, of, uh, impersonation songs, and then I'm going to shave my head again right after it's over with. <laughs> <laughs> a big shock to the audience. Yeah, exactly. And finale. So... Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Through Autistic Eyes. And I am here with essentially the Bald Avenger, the King of the Misfit Nation, the perceiver of all things. And uh, <clears throat> hold on. What a time to go have a brain freeze. Must be from this drink. <laughs> <laughs> the drink gave you, gave you brain freeze? That'll be a good, yeah. that's, that's a good name for a drink, actually. Yeah, brain freeze. Hmm. Oh, I gotta turn this. And nice. also, he's also a legend in his own mind. In my own mind, baby. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also one of the coaches, my coach in the Next Impact competition as well. So I just want to thank you so much for joining me. And yes, Misfit Nation. You forgot hashtag J Team Jason, by the way, Scott. Yeah, well. I mean, that would be crossing enemy lines for him because he's mm. he's a uh, team Melissa, <laughs> right? Yeah. And hey, Charles. Oh, Coach Chuck. Got the whole Coach family here tonight. And Jason Young. Hey. Jason Young. The whole family is coming together. To That's support. it. They're all here. We love Jason mm. Young. You know? Do you know that he's ex? Uh, uh, I don't think you could ever be ex, but he's ex-Special Forces, right? You know that about him, right? I believe I heard something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff as well. There we go. There we go. Jeff Veen. Got the whole family in the house tonight. Yeah. We'll pretend that hashtag right there doesn't exist at the moment. We can't see that. Team who? Yeah. Team what? Team Melissa. Who's Melissa? No, she's she's amazing. <laughs> the whole team is amazing. But, you know, Team yeah. Melissa. Awesome. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's halt with the negativity here. <laughs> so. No negativity. Awesome. Well, you're looking yes. sharp, buddy. You're looking sharp. Yeah. Thanks. And you, as always, of course, trying to outdress me here, but just, well, again, like I say, I have to do this to take away from this and mm -hmm. I have to outdo your hair. That's all. That's my, that's my <laughs> main mission in life. Cause I can't, well, like, yeah. you can, whenever you're in our meetings and whatnot, I mean, and you pl start playing with your hair, like you distract. Well, everybody. it keeps getting in my face sometimes. Yeah. 
things about it. So and, uh, and then when you're sitting outside and it's like blowing through your hair, you look like you look like one of those ro- you look like one of those romance novels, you know. <laughs> <laughs> with autistic thighs you know that would be the name of it or instead of through autistic eyes (laughs) (laughs) okay anyway back from talking about hair and back to it's a it's a great title for a love novel you know that it would be like with autistic guys and you're like there and the hair's blowing and you know you're you got women like hanging off of your legs and shit You know, with autistic guys. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. You're already, you're already like twisting what it means to be autistic. So, you know, with your powerhouse, your business, your, your art, you know, your competition, your fierce competition, you're, you know, you're already twisting it, bro. So why not take that next level? (laughs) Okay. So that's good. Cause you know, I'm really happy that you'll be, on since of course this is from like an autistic perspective so to speak uh, oh boy the conversation still going about the hair <laughs> <laughs> there's brian what what do we call brian though let's i mean if he's gonna if he's gonna start busting on you what do we call him hmm. cheetos cheetos or something <laughs> uh, yeah um autistic thighs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> old cheetos brian bold cheetos gable Exactly. See, Shelly goes, you do have great hair. Everybody loves your hair. Damn it. And I'm just going to yeah, keep growing and, you know, eventually, you know, take the hair and then start the process over. Why not? Gonna, oh, that's right. Yeah, we got a, we got a little bet. You want to tell everybody about our little bet we got going? Okay, right before we get started, because we have a little bet going on where um, after the next impact, I'm going to start trying to really kick in the gear with getting my photography business going and then eventually by the end by the end of the second quarter of next year i will take up uh, the 12-week program which we will be discussing later on by the way mm-hmm. and if i make it then that for the form the money used to you know get it is going to be donated to three different charities one of them is soap the hope another one is the one that uh what was it? Seraph? For certain mis- ministries for the rescue of yeah. uh, um, abducted little girls and boys being traded in the sex trade. Yeah. And the third one was um, Madison House or Madison House, yes. Yeah. And then if I lose, uh, all of it goes to the ministries and I shave my head live. 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 Yeah. And your hair will go to Locks for Love. <laughs> locks for Love. We'll send it off to some, you know, to some kids that need it. Okay, guys, really, really. Yes, yes, they're <laughs> busting you on the try word. <laughs> that's a dollar. That's a dollar. I'm going to be able to buy a course for somebody. We're going to be able to do something like a, a, we'll be able to donate a course for all the tries that we get here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now back to the. Okay, so let's get to what the subject of this is because, you know, Autistics and from my perspective of, you know, easing suffering in the world, because, you know, we certainly go through that in the autistic world as well with the misunderstandings and whatnot and, and brain freeze again. I don't know. 
It must be your presence here. That's what's interrupting it. I, I, know. <laughs> I know it. If anything, it should be relaxing you. <laughs> We've done this shit. We have had some goofy ass moments in our in our coaching sessions for through the next impactor journey, right? <laughs> and again with the hair still. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're not gonna have to, to buy any more brushes. You're gonna have to sell your brushes. You're gonna have to come up with all your money for the tries. <laughs> oh this is going off to a great start perfect it's exactly the way it should be going yeah so anyway we and it's kind of the common thing we have going all of us go through some sort of suffering at one point of our lives and and you know eventually some of us go above it some of us are still below it and sometimes even you know end up dragging others under the bus with us. So some, and for those that do trans, uh, again, <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy looking at all the comments. It's, right. <laughs> so, and, anyway, sometimes, uh, you know, we, some of that, you, you've suddenly gone, gone through that with, uh, your process through life and how you've overcome it. And that's kind of what I'm doing it as well with uh, overcoming my own troubles and being that inspiration to, you know, both of us being an inspiration for others to step step above their game and their own suffering. So, and I guess you could say some of that could also be linked to, you know, something that happened to their childhood per se. And um, I know you, you suddenly explained that's that story before, but you know, with the success you have now currently with your life, looking back, um, how do you, how much do you think uh, of what you dealt with contributed to your current path in life, and you know what helped you to get through those rough times? That's a really great question, brother. Um, you know, those for those of you that don't know, um, uh, you know, I was I was what he's talking about is I was adopted. Um, I had to, I was adopted by a man who married my mom and um, started, you know, the first time I remember he was very, very abusive and he mm -hmm. would beat my mom and throw her through windows and doors and downstairs. And, you know, when I was six years old, I started stepping in front of him as much as I could. And my nose, you know, you can still see it's a little bit crooked, but mm -hmm. as I was growing up, it would be on this side of my face, this side of my face smashed down, pushed mm -hmm. up, you know, from fighting mm -hmm. a, a full grown adult, you know, most of my, my childhood. But uh, he finally went to prison for attempted murder of me and my mom when I was 17. Um, and what I think the message is behind that, not that because everybody has challenging stories. I mean, everybody watching, right? Uh, everybody watching has had some you in your life and the challenges that you've had. But the idea is, is that when we're operating on autopilot, we do what we know. And yeah. so that's what I did. He was, he sold drugs. He was a, you know, he, he was a, he wasn't a good person. And what I did was I got good at fighting, you know, because I'd mm -hmm. fought a full grown adult man from the time I was six years old. And that made me radically tough, both, both emotionally, not really emotionally tough, more, more emotionally callous. Right. Mm. Um, and, and it made me tough mm. physically because I had to, to, to fight with him uh, constantly so I got good at, at collecting and I got, you know, I was smart. So I was good at dealing drugs and not getting caught, um, mm -hmm. you know, those kind of things. And so I went into that 
And, and so we all are pretty much operating on that model of life until we choose that we, that to become ourselves. Like, so, you know, you've heard it said in multiple ways, but there's, there's two important times in somebody's life. The, the day you're born and the day you realize why, yeah. right? And, and so there's, and so you're kind of on autopilot and everybody has a wake up call. Some, sometimes it's through, um, you know, a radically painful moment. Uh, mine happened to come when I was doing a, I was doing a deal and it was mm -hmm. the last one I ever did. Well, second to the last, but, uh, and I got stabbed in the chest. I've got a scar that goes, you know, all the way across <clears> my chest from being stabbed. And that was as soon as the knife went in my, in my chest, I, a, a Bible verse came to my head and I'm not a religious guy. I mean, obviously you know that, but I'm a spiritual person, but not a religious guy. And, and, and the, 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 uh, Bible verse that popped into my head was, uh, the sins of the father are born onto the children. Right. And mm, three days yeah. prior to me getting stabbed, my son was born my first son. Yeah. And it was in that moment I decided that I was going to change my life. I didn't know how nobody, know, nobody knows how, like there's, yeah. no, there's no book of, okay, you know, Christopher decided that he wants to be an, an artist and his life up to this point has been, you know, with his, with his history, with losing his mom and, you know, your yeah. dad and the death in the family you just had and all of the challenges that you have, it's, there's no book for how you deal with the shit life throws at us. Yeah, that's certainly true. And <clears throat> kind of a bit of a funny trivia thing. Um, I actually do have a tiny little scar on my chest as well. Actually, it was from it was during class when I was trying to get my associates, and my right lung just spontaneously collapsed in the middle of class, and people thought I was having a heart attack. So, ambulance away, and I ended up having a pipe in my chest to inflate it again. Wow. So we're we're uh, also scar buddies. <laughs> yeah, but mine's just barely visible. Yeah, mine's pretty visible. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard of somebody's lung just collapsing. Yeah, apparently, uh, from what I remember what they said, it tends to happen to people, like very tall people that are underweight and they don't know why it happens sometimes. But that's mm -hmm. what I remember back then. And eh, it wasn't exactly the most fun time. To, to my point, is that people have shit that happen to them all the time, you know, and we live mm -hmm. in a society, you know, these days, but, you know, I'll go back to the story that I know you wanted me to tell, but I got out of that. I, you know, I went and I got a $6 an hour job peeling logs, you know, for, mm -hmm. uh, for log houses, went from that to $8 an hour, uh, you know, digging a sump for my, my, uh, my father-in-law at the time. Uh, and I just kind of, just, I just always knew, and I think everybody watching this and you're one of, you know, you, you, you have a, a um, a, sur a survival gene in you, you know, and, and it yeah. just won't let you quit no matter what happens to you, Christopher, the thing that people love about you is you're, you just won't quit. Like, that's why, that's why people love I don't know you. know how, but I just keep on going. Regardless. No, nobody knows how. Right. And you and yeah. I keep having that discussion where you're like, where you bring up something that I know somebody has told you in your life is should be viewed as a weakness, but you say, mm. Hey, I shut down. You know, mm. there's 7 billion people on the face of the planet. 
and and uh, uh, the large portion of those that aren't that don't have autism or aren't on the spectrum at all, they have times where they shut down. You know, yeah. you and I've had these little discoveries along the way with each other, right? Where yeah. we're having a conversation, and and you're like, well, this is what happens, and this is how. And I tell you, guess who else has that problem? And you and you go, who? And I say, every other fucking person on the face of the planet, <laughs> you know, because you're not other than you are us. <clears throat> Right. And, and I am you. And there's pr those pieces of, of yeah, it's that just that my brain is just wired differently. Really. It's like a different operating system. I mean, for you, it's like JSON Cisner OS. Right. There we go. Your new Linux operating system name. Right. <laughs> That's wow. it. And you have a different operating system and it's under a gorgeous <laughs> quaff of hair, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> so so that and that's the interesting thing that that it's been i've learned from you um you know as much as you've learned from me and i i have just really 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 loved um getting to know you and and sharing you with the world and and i think that that your past and your upbringing and people not understanding autism uh, you know, and, and sort of looking at you and using the R word and all of the things that, that, that people <clears throat> assign to people with autism, right. That are on the spectrum and so on and so forth. And, yeah. and, uh, dollar, dollar F bomb on Christopher's live. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, really that hashtag. <laughs> Crisco, he said, no, you said you didn't <laughs> want that name, but that's what no. happened. That's what happens. No. That's what happens on hashtag team Jason. As soon as you say you don't like something, you're stuck with it for life. <laughs> That's not my nickname for you though. Yeah. I have two that I've been yeah. messing around with. I'm not going to reveal your new nickname until the night of the, the, fi the finale on August 30th. Oh, I can't wait for that. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, that was kind of my, that was kind of my question. Next question was that one moment that started changing your life and turning 180. Because for me, um, you know, yours was a bit more outward, while mine was more like going inward, mm. an opposite way. So, and then just a, eventually, I, I just reached that point where it's like now or never, just uh, either continue with the pity party or just push yourself, just finally. So, yeah, and. And coming up, all it takes is that one little decision that really makes the difference. And that's just the different difference between some of us and some of the others, just that one decision. So, yeah, I think that's a really good lesson for people to get is that it, we all know that the decision has to be made. We all yeah. know there's people that are watching this and that are going to watch this in the future. They, they know there's something inside of their heart. That's to, they know they've got to change something. They've got to leave a relationship. They've got to improve a relationship. They've got to improve something about themselves. They've got to stop drinking. They've got to stop smoking. They've got to start doing something else. Every single person that's watching um, has that little voice in them that knows that that decision, once it's made, your life will never be the same. Yeah, and of course, unfortunately, most tend to find it easy to just follow the crowd and in their own fear like a lemming rather than a step up and you know they face the point well they want to step up but then they also feel like they might be like alone on their own little island per se so well they think it's easier well, because because the well, pressure go ahead go ahead 
so I just wanted to say from observation, what do you think keep, keeps people going despite those kind of odds and what they should keep in mind during such a process, such as wanting to be more independent and, you know, just going for something? Well, I would say, you know, I heard it said a long time ago that you're going to pay the price in life, right? You're mm. going to pay the price of regret or you're going to pay the, pi the price of discipline. And, mm. and I think that most people these days, um, they, they escape the pain of discipline because it's easy these days for you to say, you know, y y your situation with autism, you know, my abusive upbringing, um, somebody else's uh, uh, real, you know, uh, um, experiences with domestic violence. Uh, we, we all have a story of pain. Yeah. And, and society rewards those stories of pain by making us weaker, by saying, you now have an excuse not to try. And you know, damn good and well, I will never accept that excuse from you, little brother. You know that. Oh yeah. He <laughs> smashed my face in my own bullshit. That's what's it. And I'm going to, because I love you, you know? <laughs> and if I didn't love you, I'd be like, yes, you're afflicted with something, Christopher, you know, poor you. Like, let's please, please. <laughs> hand out, please. Right. And, and you're, you're more than powerful. You know, you I have need about 350. Yeah. You have the ability to influence people with your smile, with your jokes, with your, like, I've seen people look at your art and your pictures that you take and tears roll down their face. Really? Yeah. Because it's so beer. You know, you're you couldn't have named your show any different uh, or anything better than through autistic eyes, because mm -hmm. you see world, the world, nature. You see human nature. You see things completely different than the rest of us. That is just so beautiful, and to and to make you feel weak in any way, shape, or form is a fucking sin. You know, mm -hmm. it's a sin. And and same thing with me. If I, because. I was weakest in my life when everybody was telling me, Jason, it's okay that you're fucked up, that you're having panic attacks, that you ha are drinking all the time, that you're, it's okay because with your upbringing and your background, who wouldn't be? Yeah. And, and that to me yeah. made me weak until I realized that, that it's, I had to pay the, the price of discipline. Look, success leaves clues just like failure does. Right. And, and there's so many principles, whether you're black, you're white, you have autism, you don't have autism, you're gay, you're straight, you're Asian, you're from this country, you're not from this country. Any, there is some principles for success that if you apply them, you will achieve them. And, and money's not the, the only measurement. Like I'm happy. I have great relationships. I have you in my life. You know what I mean? I have the, the, the next impact. I have Lauren, I have, uh, uh, you know, all of the, the, the people that I have in my life, my best friends and, and my family and my children. And, and, um, and, and so success to you and to me might be different things, mm -hmm. but monetary being able to create mm -hmm. some sort of earning in your life is, is what you stand for. It's literally your platform. You because there's, there's money and, 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 uh, help and assistance for kids with autism until they turn 18. And then all of yeah. a sudden they think, Oh, mm. that's all gone and they don't need assistance anymore. And so you're uh, dropping wrong, 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 right. Wrong, Which is your, wrong, whole platform. Wrong, wrong. your whole platform. Why, why you've <laughs> got to provide 
for yourself, Christopher, and you're pre you're creating this platform for other people with autism that are on the spectrum at all that are trying to to build a life with autism after 18. Yeah, for me, it's still an ongoing process because, well, for me, I want to run the ins and outs of doing the business first before I start preaching. Well, of course, we know some that like to preach before knowing, <laughs> and I'm pretty certain you have a certain word for those kind of people. Mm -hmm. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, we, uh, okay, so someone wants to finally decide to you know, take that big step, take that big transformation to become their better self. So then how would, in your opinion, how would one even begin on that transformation towards being in service to others instead of just playing the victim game? It's a great question. So, you know, I did it. You, you watched the show this morning with Satema, right? Yeah. And uh, big boy, you know, he's a defensive end for the, for the um, Patriots during the Super Bowl. And, and this is a guy that that and it just breaks your heart like you could feel that because he didn't have clarity and because he didn't have process and because he didn't have that in his his life went from super bowl champion crushing it in mortgage to getting to being so broke that he had to sell his super bowl ring to feed his family yeah. You know what I mean? Can you like, I, I mean, I, there's a lot of, a lot of uh, like losing family and cancer and disease and all that. But for somebody that, that put in the time and the effort and went through that, there's very few people on the face of the planet throughout history that will ever wear a Super Bowl ring. You know what yeah. I mean? And to have and to just that losing your family is, is brutal. So, so the idea that, but the conversation that he and I were having is, is to answer your point, which is to get clear on what your outcome is. Okay. Yeah. So if it's, and, and so many people, you, you listen to a lot of speakers out there these days and it's like, shoot for the moon and, you know, put $10 million down and blah, blah, blah. Here's, here's what yeah. I'd rather you do, you know, figure out what your, your living expenses are and yeah. create a, a business that covers those living expenses. Right. Yeah. And what that does is that gives you a choice. It gives you a choice now. And then your next, your next move should be, to put a year's worth of that live those living expenses in the bank account. So you have it, if something happened to your job or to your business or whatever it is, you know, yeah. and, and then this, the third step to that would be to put two years back. Right. Mm -hmm. And then once you have two years to start throwing some into an investment account, right. Or whatever, whatever it is, but you can't build towards something. If you think that it's all going to happen in one swing, right? Life, you win yeah. life by base hits by little bites, you know, there, there's the joke about how do you eat an elephant, right? One, yeah. one bite at a time. And, and so most people don't have clarity. They think that what they want is a bunch of money or a bigger house or whatever it is. What yeah, you're looking for is freedom. Yeah. And freedom's a lot cheaper than people understand. And a lot of people are also wanting that instant gratification thing. Once you get past that, you know, again, I had, I was afflicted with that. The only reason why I consider myself a, a coach of any kind is because I failed more than anybody else that they could have put on as a coach. Yeah. You know, I have failed massively brother in all of these arenas. 
And yeah, you went bankrupt three times, I believe. Three times, just to make sure I was really crappy at business. <laughs> <laughs> and but that led into, you know, people with Harvard graduates, you know, Yale, uh, Wharton School of Business now seek me out for my advice on business, right? And from that, that's how you got started with Anton J. Actually, so you mm -hmm. um. Instead of going all, all pity party, going all that, you instead decide to step up and, you know, create Anton J right here. Plug in. Plug in. I like it. This, man. Your, your podcasts are better than mine. It's pissing me off a little bit. First you rubbed that hair in my face and now you're more technologically advanced than me. And I'm not going to vest. There it is. Can you want me to turn it up? <laughs> you can hear this? Want me to turn it up? <laughs> you guys are just getting a little peek into our into our coaching sessions. You know where yeah. where, uh, where we have the next impactor team. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun when you have Francesca, right, who fights for women's yeah. rights, and you have Kimberly, who's amazing, and you got Brian Gable, Papa Gable, Cheetos. You know. <laughs> oh my God. Brian Slick Slick Sly, right? Yeah. This is just a glimpse into what we do in our coaching sessions. Yeah, so from from those failures, instead of you know just uh, you know living low, you decide to you know flip the coin per se, and you create decide, okay, I could use this to you know help others and also make a ton of money. So now you have anti and J, and it's becoming a rousing success. And you used to be a chairman of now over twenty companies, which you just recently sold. Congratulations on that. Living the life. <laughs> and, and you know for anyone else that's you know going through more hard times like you did with business not going well whatever that may be uh what would in your opinion be that one key thing to keep in mind when trying to turn things around for the better besides taking that 12-week program right yep. well it's it's um the the first thing is to get clear like I know, you know, it, if I was to go back and say, when I decided not to commit suicide, right? Mm -hmm. When I decided to stick around, yeah. now what? Right now what? And, yeah. and I thought, all right, well, my life has been a series of really bad decisions on my part. You know, mm -hmm. um, I couldn't blame when I got real honest with myself, I couldn't blame my adopted father. I couldn't blame my wife, my, you know, that I'd gotten divorced from. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I, there, there's all this stuff. I just figured out, I can't blame anybody. So now I got to start taking radical responsibility. Yeah. And that was, that was the step. Go ahead. Yeah. Cause in the end, no matter all that pressure, you're always the one that ends up making that final decision, no matter what really. And people just sometimes tend to take the easy route, which ends up causing more of their own suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, and, and so when you decide not to do that, because, you know, I, I just couldn't do that to my kids. I mean, really it was my kids that I, that I, I mean, I, I, I just couldn't do it. I, I just, you know, I mean, if it was just me, I probably would have, you know, but I couldn't mm -hmm. do that to my kids. And so I stuck around. And then my next thing was, I am going to make the name Cisneros mean something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For my yeah. children, like not from an egotistical standpoint, not to say I'm going to make a bunch of money, but mm -hmm. I want, ultimately, I, I went through this exercise where I saw myself on the other side of my deathbed, 
And I was looking down on my funeral and people were crying, not from sadness, but from laughter of Mm. all of the fun we had and talking about memories of us hanging out together and seeing my kids like proud and hugging each other that they were my kids and, you know, and them being surrounded by my best friends. And, you know, that's kind of what, what transformed my approach to everything that I did. If I'm going to stay here, by God, I'm going to make a fucking mark on this Mm. universe, you know, and it's going to, start with the people that are most important to me and it's going to go outwards from there damn i love this guy <laughs> i mean i'm kind of i don't know i'm kind of in the same similar boat kind of way with the autism the autism because i also realized that you know i might not see the results in my lifetime but if it help, helps the future generations not to go through what i did and have better understanding and you know more job op- opportunities instead of you know stuck living with their parents for the rest of their life or when their parents passed away end up in an institution or homeless because of the lack of care then you know what i'm doing it well you're doing it and you know i mean i see you become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger because you don't need anybody like you're not like reaching out for everybody to help you you're just doing it you know like it, yeah. it, you're just doing it and and if everybody, if more people understood what you are, what you are doing in supporting and stepping up for other people like you that don't realize that it can be done, what you don't realize is that is what gives life meaning. The more we wait, make life about ourselves, the smaller we become, the more petty we become, the more sick we get. You know, oh, if yeah. you feel like you can walk through a fucking wall because you are, you are imbued with the power of God almighty because mm. you are on a mission and you're on, you're on a, on a, on a crusade for other people that fucking need you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's a different issue. And that's what everybody's playing small. They're like, oh, I want to just have my little thing and it's all about me and let me do a selfie and let me take a picture of my ass and, and let me do this and let me Hold do on, all that. Let the- me take a selfie right now. Hold on. You should because that fucking hair yeah. is awesome. But once you, if your selfie, <laughs> <laughs> if your selfie has purpose, right? Mm-hmm. In drawing attention to something else that's going to ease suffering in the world, then by mm-hmm. God, take a hundred of them. You know what I mean? But if it's just about getting attention, uh, <laughs> respect the Cheetos. But, but again, it's it's I all service. It, oh, that's the greatest hashtag ever. <laughs> we got to explain that to everybody. So in our, in our in our session, those of you that don't know Francesca Fonzi yet, um, she's from South Africa and has dedicated her entire life to standing up for women because you know whatever you think about America, uh, South Africa is. Um, 50 to 60 years behind in how they treat women there. And, um, and so we get, she's very passionate about fighting the patriarchy. And so we give her shit in, in the meetings about fighting the matriarchy. She, we're like, Oh, you want women to take over the world. So we're going to be subservient then, you know, we're just, you know, we're just fucking with her and we, we love her very much. And she is a badass. So Oh yeah, she's definitely one hell of a badass. That's what's said. Badass. She faced she faced down the equivalent to our Department of Justice. 
She faced down the the, the equivalent to our uh, Department of Justice, you know, um, uh, in in Africa, in South Africa, you know. Yeah. So crazy, like she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to give you a hug too. You know, a lot of people up here. So let's see, sharp dressed man. Oh, there's Shelly Hart. I love her. She's amazing. There's just so many comments. I can't catch up. Holy crap. <laughs> Hello, Jason Young. Yes, selfie destruction. By the way, um, I just realized Shelly Hart's daughter is is like she's a butt model, right? And and could not be any more of a beautiful soul. Like she's a beautiful woman, but she is a beautiful soul and works literally like works her ass off <laughs> to be to be a butt model, right? And and to for bang uh, bang, bang energy and stuff like that. So that was in my comment earlier, Shelly was in no way in any disrespect to your daughter. So <laughs> I just want to make sure we clear that up because I love your daughter and she's really, really, she amazing. doesn't seem to mind. Yeah. She, well, you know, Shelly, Shelly knows my heart. I love her. She's amazing. So, uh, but anyways, just want to clear that up. Yeah. So now we're getting into that big point with the next impactor. We're in the top 25 right now. And, you know, you know, you're certainly excited to keep on supporting it even afterwards. So where in the future do you see this going with, uh, you know, how it's going to keep developing and is, is it going to really start getting people to suddenly decide, okay, this is the point where I'm actually going to step up. It's so what, what I, what I see for it is, you know, I got into it not knowing where it was going to go, what it was going to do, not knowing, I never knew you before this competition, you know, I didn't know you either. Right. I mean, we didn't, there, there's no way to tell, like everybody kind of took a leap of faith. Right. Mm -hmm. And when Lauren asked me to, to join as one of the coaches, I thought, okay, um, we've got, we've got this, this opportunity to have a show, a competition show where people are competing to outserve each other. Think about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Right. Like the next impactor is a group of people that came together to compete at how they could outserve each other to win this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. The person who wins this, everybody that is still playing the game, everybody that's that didn't quit on themselves, everybody that, that has decided to, to, to put themselves into this and to follow the coaching of the coaches and, you know, and to really put themselves out there. Um, if there's never another season, this has changed the world, right? It suddenly changed me. That's for certain. I mean, you got the Kieslings and you got like, I mean, I already mentioned everybody on our team, but you got the Kieslings, you got Tamara Hunter, you got Misty Lane. You, you've got so many people that are out there that join this that, that, and I don't want, and if I'm not mentioning your name, I apologize. I'm just not going to go through a list of 25 people right now or 50 really, because that was who yeah. made the original cut. But, but what I would say is if there's a second season, we've learned so much about, yeah. you know, about how to do it better, which is the point, you know, and so many people got in and they're like, well, this isn't right. And that isn't right. Well, did, what did you create this year? You judgy bitch, you know, <laughs> like what did you, yeah. create? except for, uh, except for more complaints, you know, yeah. like, like if there was a complaint department, you, you're happy to make them good for you. 
You know, how about a suggestion it's on how to improve? It's a lot easier to be a complainer than someone that actually does something. A hundred percent. So Especially you know, on social media. Ooh. Right, exactly. So, you know, so we look at the show and has it been perfect? No. Uh, has there been things that we could have improved? Yeah. Will it be better next year if there's a, if there's a, you know, when there's a second season? Um, yes. Will second season have some stuff that sucks too? Yeah. Uh, okay. But when, you know, whose life is perfect. And if all you do is sit around looking for ways to tear shit down, fuck off. That's what I got to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and, oh, well, not a tick. Um, yeah, you know, I kind of followed uh, Lauren Harris's little glass elevator for a moment, and someone's actually trying to come in to join. Hmm. Oh, somebody's trying to come in to join our, our uh, yeah. do that on this software? Uh, yeah, there's an invite button actually, and you it gives you the link so that anyone that clicks they can join. So I'm gonna see uh, who's actually coming in. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Elevator going up. Eventually. Who is it? I'm so excited. Hmm. I wonder. Come on. Uh, limited time here. Hmm. Let's see. Oh, there's actually more than one person. Hold on. Oh, it's slick. Slick slide. <laughs> Slickety slide. So, you know, who else is coming on? Oh my gosh, you're gonna have more than what you can do more than one person. A uh, Kimberly. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, who hashtag else? Team Jason's all in the house. <laughs> Mm. That's awesome. I'm, well, I thought there would be another person here. Hmm. Well, <clears throat> that catch up. So everyone, Team Jason, all good, looking like the Brady Bunch intro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, I was, exp of course, Francesca couldn't come on because, you know, she's in. Oh, there's another one. Boom! Papa Gable's in the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Francesca well, can come because it's like that catch up. So Forty-five a.m. her time at the moment. All grid, looking like the Brady Bunch intro. Um, <laughs> He's got to uh, thing. Who's? So, uh, you know, I was. Of course, Francesca couldn't come on because you know. Yeah, somebody's got the got somebody, another one. Computer. Boom! Papa Gable's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my that. Yeah, of course. Uh, Francesca, oh. I... It's a party up in here. <laughs> oh, it must be Slick Sly. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, Papa Gable, you gotta tilt that down just a little bit. Yeah, tilt not, it down not too just much. a little bit. There not, we go. Not too much because it's not that kind of show, but you know, just enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, unfortunately, Francesca couldn't join, but she did leave a little something here hold on uh you have this pre-planned hmm let's see look at this look at how technology like sly uh, you know you're probably the more technological advanced on our team this shit's impressive right yeah so anyway she has a message for you actually 
Oh, she... <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Can you hear? Uh-uh. Can't? Huh. It should be. Ah, great. Um... Right? Shelly's even impressed. Hi, Cleo. She says we have a very good looking bunch of impactors. Hashtag Team Jason. Uh, hold on. Could you actually hear that? Um, or still nothing? I can't hear anything. Not hearing anything. Except for except for Sly's uh, regret. I can hear that like it's uh, echoing. Oh man, this is you know, I was I, I love know, it. Uh, so everybody that's watching as this is happening, I do my best to get as many head shakes like as I can out of Kimberly. Kimberly and Francesca, <laughs> when they're going like this, I know I did my job for the day. <laughs> mm. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like the video is, the sound's not working, and I'm not sure why, but this is a first attempt, so. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so uh, we'll eventually uh, figure that out later, but anyway. Uh, You'll have to send it to me and let me know what she said, because I'm sure it was yeah. priceless. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, Kimberly, what words do you have for our coach? Oh, God, this was an ambush. <laughs> This yeah, is an yeah. ambush. It just dawned on me that I'm being ambushed. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, here we go. Let's let's hear it. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. Well, um, hey Jason. Um, it's great to see you tonight. Um it's actually great to see you and talk to you all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanna thank you um for being my spiritual teacher. Um, you know, everything in my life is usually happens, um, divinely, right? And this was no mistake. This was no mistake whatsoever. So thank you. Um, I, I have so much gratitude for you, um, beyond measure, beyond measure. Um, I've shared with you often that I feel like I've manifested you into my life mm -hmm. and, uh, I never really understood why I, I never really understood why I just went with it. I felt it. I manifested you in my life, but you know, I just accepted it. Um, I never really understood the reasoning behind it. Um, but each week, each challenge, each interaction, it became increasingly clear. I, when I say that I love you, I hope you don't think I'm strange, but no, when I... I say that I love you, I do. I, I do. I, I, I love you. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. It's, I, I can't even, I appreciate you. Well, I love you and I appreciate you too. Thank you. And I, I get it. I'm uh, very, very proud of you. Um, you have such love in, in you. It radiates out of you like a, a sun 
like the rays, if, if people can imagine rays from a sun, I mean, you are just amazing. Your strength, amazing. You know, when I hear, when I first heard your story, I could, it really resonated with me because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like. And I have a lot of respect for you. Um, I have a lot of respect for you because you've been through shit. You've been through crap. And like you said tonight, you could have given up, but you didn't. Instead, you became that sun in the sky that shines so brightly. And I, I just love you. I <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um. Hi, Cleo says, sweaty eyeballs. I am getting you back for this, Christopher. <laughs> I'm, not, oh, I, I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh, you're um, not. Okay. Uh, we do have my <laughs> uh, I love your heart. Um, and I love the fact that everything you say and that you do, I mean, it, it shows. You say something and and you you act it you know you everything you say the actions match mm. you have nothing but positive intention thank you so much for sharing your wealth of knowledge with us something that you really honestly do not have to do but you continuously have showed up every every week full on when you say that you overserve in your business, you, I believe that you don't overserve just in your business. You overserve across your life, and it definitely shows. So thank you. Um, okay. Um, what kind I, of? I'm almost done. Kind of, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done. It it really has made this impactor journey something special and something I will never forget. Um, and just like the moment that I manifested you into my life, it's almost like I don't want this to end. I really don't. Thank you well, so much from the bottom of my heart. Love you. I love you too. And it's never, we're net, we're all family now. So you're fucked. You're stuck with me. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank you, Kimberly. Okay. Papa Gable, you're up. All right. So Jason, um, First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as you know, our our stories uh, resonate with each other. You know how I, my upbringing. Um, so that uh, I and when I first saw you and all that, I had no idea that that's what you'd gone through. And then you started sharing, and as you always do, you're vulnerable and you just put it out there. And uh, it makes it easier for the rest of us to put it out there because you just you just owned it. It's a part of your story, but at the same time, pushing us to not get stuck in our story, you know, because if we do, we're a victim. And I just think the timing of you coming into this guy's life is just amazing. It couldn't you couldn't have come along at a better time than than now, uh, because you're you've been exactly what I've needed. And I just want to thank you for your sincere love. Uh, that's that's what impresses me the most mm -hmm. about you. Lots and lots of things do, but but just the way you love people, the way.
the way you've loved us, mm. the way you've been tough with us and you still loved us. Uh, you know, you've challenged us. Every conversation we've had, every conversation has been a challenge to us to step up in, in a loving way and just call us out in our best. And you believed in us. Uh, you've helped us identify. This is my story. Like, man, it's been a, a, a journey of clarity and identity, realizing like, hey, I'm I'm pretending to be this over here, but actually my heart's in this place. And go after that. This is where the direction I need to go. So just you've just instilled a whole lot of hope. I know I speak for the group there, but particularly for me, I, I, I really, really appreciate you. And, and I love you. And I don't care what anybody thinks about me saying I love you because I do. <laughs> I, love you I love you too, brother. You and your Cheetos. Um, <laughs> and you know, you know what sucks about that's that? Not that. I even say All right, like, Jason, that's not fair. We, we, we don't want to get into that. We yeah, do. Maybe we don't. I don't know. They're, 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 shit, they're shit in the air. Like my eyes are. <laughs> it's uh, it's allergy. Fuck. <laughs> it is allergy season, so. <laughs> a slick fly. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, on mute. I haven't ever been a, been able to hear him since the beginning, actually. Huh? Can he can do it through interpretive dance? <laughs> he can say whatever he wants to. Sign language. How's that? There we go. There we go. What's up? That was so weird. It threw my microphone over to it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm not, I'm not as poetic as the other two. So, <laughs> uh, I just want to say that, uh, I, I knew what kind of coach you were going to be from the first time you and I had a chance to actually talk. And I, I was at an event and you called me up and you're like, Hey, do you got a moment? I'm thinking, Oh, cool. I'm going to get some coaching and Jason, Jason, you go, Hey, I loved your video, but why the fuck aren't you sharing it? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, like that pit in my stomach, like I totally messed up. And like, this is my first chance to make a good impression. And I just love that each, uh, each meeting we've had since then has been pushing more and more and more. And, and the way that you talk to everybody, the way you push people, there is that that fun that we have. We, we, we discuss things in a fun and light manner. And the one thing, the probably the biggest thing I took away from you, and I'm probably saying it wrong, but uh, what do you do when nobody's watching? And of course, my mind went everywhere. <laughs> the wrong, what, you know, what do you do when nobody's, oh God. Um, <laughs> that's how we got into Cheeto discussion. You know, <laughs> I'm like, hashtag Cheeto. I'm like, where is he going with this one now? But uh, no, I just, I, I like truly, truly appreciate the, the time you put in to, for each of us that not just with our meetings, but individually, you've, you've reached out to every one of us. You've checked in, you make sure we're on the right path, not just for the impactor, but everything after this. And there, there are a lot of coaches I've had throughout the years, but the way you speak the truth and the way that you, you push people to to look at or the way you look at the goodness in them no matter who they are mm -hmm. 
that that's a very, very special trait that we don't see enough of out there, especially in the business world. So um, I just want to say thank you. You know, I, I too love you for everything that you've done and, and for who you are and just for being, uh, first of all, an Avenger. Nice. Well, I love you too, brother. And I love the way that you face down. You guys have all had demons, you know, and the way that you face them down is, is inspiring to me. And so thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, my turn. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you always keep saying you're a legend in your own mind, but I, I guess everyone can be unanimous in this, that to us, you are a legend. Nothing's going to really change that because yeah. just change. Damn it, Christopher, if you make me cry, I'm coming to whip your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and he's bringing Cheetos. <laughs> I know. Stop it. You just touched every soul in, you know, mine as well. And even when times where I doubted myself a lot and just felt like um, I wanted to stay down, you kept pushing me back up. And I'm just, I'm always going to appreciate everything you've done for me. And, um, you know, I never. I don't really ever forget anyone that that has ever helped me. So, you know, if, you know, if you ever need anything, well, well I'm here and I'll do what I can with what I got. And I'm just eternally grateful that, you know, that, that you were in my life, you know. I feel the same way about you, brother. I really do. And um, for everybody, now I get to tell everybody my nickname for my team, the little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you know why. Hashtag, hashtag little fuckers. Because they ambush me like this and make my eyes water. <laughs> Assholes. Little fuckers. Boom. I I, I got I gotta be honest like I think so thank you guys that was uh, unexpected and amazing like what a great gift I'm gonna like record this shit and watch it over and over and over again when you know the couple of things that everybody that's watched it now knows that this facade I put on for being an asshole is all fucked up thanks a lot for you guys messing my brand <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so now we're just uh, kind of in the wrap up here at the moment. I just want to thank everyone on the team that's able to show up. And of course, I'm going to send you Francesca's. Uh, hers was a minute long and giving her thanks to you. And just just thanks in general for being a kick-ass guy. And uh, <clears throat> the final question I have is, uh, what would be your final advice for 
the current next impact is moving forward and for those thinking of stepping up to the game in season two? Uh, don't hesitate. You know, this is again around like everybody that's on this team, you can see their hearts shining through this fucking computer, you know, and, and the, the, the journey for all of us, right. The journey for all of us is to, is to look at, is, <laughs> is to look at, Oh, you already, they already knew. <laughs> this is so unfair. <laughs> so my point is, is that I think that, that, when you find people willing to give of their time to help you get out of your shit, they need to call you out of their sh out on your shit. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things. I, the people that I respect most in my life, tell me the truth and it's not always easy to hear, but it's the right thing, yeah. you know? And, and this journey, it, it's been the reason why there's, you know, the top 50 that came in and then shrunk down to, to the top 25. It, it's, there's a reason is you're open to guidance, right? You're open to guidance, but you're not dependent on it. You have to stand on your own two feet and everybody watching this and everybody that's on this screen with me are stronger than you'll ever know. We are not fragile, right? And we are not fucking broken. And no matter what has happened to you in life, you are beautiful. And it just takes sometimes somebody kicking you in the ass to get over that line of inaction. Once you get in action, you can't stop. It's a momentum, right? I know that everybody I'm looking at here, Francesca, everybody, Amy, everybody that was on the team, you are in action now. And that's a momentum in and of itself. And if you ever stop, I'm going to come find you and I'm going to kick you in the ass. And I think you all know that. <laughs> so I, You certainly so, have the money to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's that, but also I, you know, I, I can't wait to hug you guys all in Chicago, the finale it's coming up on August 30th and, uh, it's going to be a great celebration for all the work we've gone through. How long have we been together now? Since, uh, February, was it March? March. Yeah. March, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Since yeah. March. I mean, so that's a, that's a while for you guys to have to put up with my ass, but we're going to celebrate. We're going to party. You put, up my, put up with me. So. <laughs> we're, we're going to have a great time. And, and then season, uh, season two signups start right off the bat. So I wouldn't, if anybody has an opportunity to, uh, to uh, uh, sign up, uh, the, I don't, how did they sign up? They're, go to the next impactor page, yeah. mm -hmm. right? The next impactor page and, and uh, follow there. Cause I think on the, we took down the sign up. Hold on. There we go. Yeah. There's the website, but pay attention. Cause I know we took it down because mm -hmm. there was a lot of, we were getting too much traffic of people trying to sign up right now. Um, and we have to get the finale over with first. So, <laughs> so just keep an eye on the website and, uh, and I hope everybody joins and, and it'll be interesting. Who's and on become these <laughs> little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so I love you guys. Thank you for doing this for me tonight. It, it, you know, it just, it just shows who you guys are and, and why I'm so proud of you and why, you know, why I have given you, everything I have to give this season is because you've taken it and you've done something with it. So I'm proud of every one of you. Very, very proud. Thank you. And thank, thank you. For you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. More than you, more than we can express. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to meet your wife, Brian Gable. Yeah. 
Seems we're going like... to have some interesting conversations. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, thank you guys all for watching and hashtag life if you're watching this live. Hashtag replay if you're watching the replay. Hashtag Misfit Nation because fuck yes. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, hope and, you know, show up whether live streaming or if you want get a get a table, get a seat. To join in the next impact of finale that's on August 30th at the Sand Mansion in Chicago. And just want to thank you guys for watching because uh, Friday uh, we have uh, Brooke Curran who is uh, helping to solve the problem with uh, homeless youth. And then next week on Monday is Ter Teresa Snyder coming back. And on Wednesday it'll be uh, uh, Tamara Hunter. So. Thank you guys for watching and uh and vote by the way vote yeah. for everybody that's on the screen here that's like right. if, you know whoever yeah. you like vote for them yep okay hashtag need to go back to the beginning <laughs> it's should. Been pretty, this has been a pretty fun show <laughs> <Yeah. fun. laughs> so um, okay so I was just looking to see if there are any remaining questions here, but anyway, thank you guys for watching and uh, see you at the finale. Take care. Peace.